All right, welcome. My name is Pastor B. Wallace. And I'm Keontae McDonald, and you're tuned to Simplify Complexity, a relationship podcast. All right, so we want to welcome you to another day, another podcast. We want to welcome you into a new year. And so we're so glad mm-hmm. that you can join us no matter where you're at, no matter what you're doing. And today we're going to actually pick up on our new year goals. And so uh, last week we did new year marriage goals. And so this week we're going to be doing new year dating goals. And, and, and so one of the things I've always heard is that if you aim at nothing, you'll hit it every single time. Yeah, hit it every time. And, and man, and sometimes we, we just kind of go through dating, just kind of like just going through it like it's a fog or just hoping that, you know, just just hoping and wishing rather than being intentional, rather than being specific. Yeah. And, and so, you know, as we're talking about dating, we want you to have success in dating. We want to encourage you to to avoid some of the pitfalls in dating, some of the heartbreaks yeah. in dating. And so by doing that, have some goals, have some things that you're aiming at and you're trying to do. So Keontae, man, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good, man. It's a new year, new, new year, new me, baby. You know what I mean? Uh, There it is. We're just just creating goals, man, and and trying to reach them, trying trying to fulfill them. Yep, yep. And so if you didn't have a chance to check out the marriage goals, please go check that out because that was really, really good. Whether or not if you're single or married, there are things you can grow from and learn from by listening to that. And then also, I have uh, my book, Chasing Happily Ever After. It's going to be 50% off. And so as you're kicking off the new year, $5 right now is 50% off. And so please go to Amazon and you can just type in Chasing Happily Ever After. It's a great time to grab that book. Also, there's going to be a marriage tune-up webinar that's going to be free. This is going to be on January 20th. You can go to the website, simplifycomplexity.org, and you can check more information about that tune-up as well as make sure you sign up for our emails. If you're just trying to get encouragements, I'm really going to be more intentional this year just to pour into and just give weekly encouragements and different things that will bless you with inside of your relationships, whether dating or married. What you got, man? Let's start out. Dating goals. What, what do you have? Oh, man, my, my first one, man, I feel is a, is a big one in dating. I always get, you know, when I'm, when I'm talking to people that are dating, you know, since I'm married, I always get this. Okay. Um, but it is assume nothing. Seems simple mm. enough, but let me go ahead and dive into break, it. Break it down. Break often, it down. Oftentimes when we date, we kind of always get into our own heads. You know what I mean? Where we can think something. But it's not actually what it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? Especially in the age of text messaging. Oh, B. You can get a text message and it can be in all caps and you sit there and read it and be like, whoa, I can't, be- I can't believe they're texting to me like this. And it's all an assumption. We don't really know what it actually means. We don't know the feeling behind it, the emotion behind it, because we never ask. We always fail to ask. And that's what I mean by assume nothing. If there's some way that you're feeling or is there's, if there's a feeling or you, you feel some type of attention or whatnot, go ahead and start having a conversation about that. Yeah. That way you can gain insight and really see where the person is coming from or see exactly what they're feeling or exactly what the emotion and the intent is behind certain things. Like I said, oftentimes in dating, we kind of just run off assumption. You know, we'll ghost people or we'll just be like, ah, I don't think this really, you know, we'll talk to our friends and say, I don't think this one is really going to work out. 
all because of assumptions. You know, and assumptions really get you nowhere. They get you nowhere, but just ending up back to where you started. You know what I mean? So you always want to re- really dive into something. If something happened in the, on the dating scene or, you know, like I said, you're feeling some way, you always want to dive deep into that and start that conversation. And why I think this is good with dating, because, of course, we always want to date with the intention of potentially marrying somebody. Right. If you can go ahead and start this, this goal off and, you know, off in the dating phase, you can move this into marriage and it becomes even more beautiful because well, you know, you know assumptions what i like about what you're saying though is just that with i feel like with dating as you were kind of mentioning sometimes people are not always on the same page and i feel yeah. like one of the ways that this really kind of becomes impactful and hurtful is one kind of is thinking more within the relationship or liking the other person more than the other and so like in one person's mind, they're all booed up and they love me and, and we're going to be together. And yeah. the other person's mind, they're like, we just friends. Like, I, we just talking. And so I, I I definitely feel you with those assumptions. Just really try to be careful not to assume anything. I, I think that's really good, man. Hey, that's good. That's that's good. That's that's the, that's good. The, the thoughts you piggybacked on, because, bruh, yeah, you, we, we can get into that. We can get into those uh like our mind, maybe our assumptions. mind would just take us. All, all they did was say hi, and all of a sudden, like, ooh, they like me. They were just saying <laughs> hi. They just said hi. You know, just 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 slow your roll, slow your roll. That's right. Well, so to, to piggyback on that, what I wanted to say is evaluate your why. I think this is a good mm-hmm. time, a good opportunity to really step back and say, okay, why am I dating? What what, what am I looking for? You know what I mean? So because what's up happening? Right is sometimes we have the wrong motives. We have the wrong reasons for dating. And so therefore we're seeking from dating what dating really could not give us what actually is what we should be seeking from God. And so Mm. are you looking, are you saying, well, why am I dating is because it's going to make me happy? Well, then that's the wrong reason because ultimately we should not be looking for a man or a woman or marriage to make us happy. Because I can tell you, there there's a bunch of people who are married. They got their man, they got their woman, and they're not happy. You know, they're they're, mm-hmm. they're in their mind like, if I could just get rid of this person, then I'll be happy. And, and and so we have to really evaluate. We have to really look at and and say, okay, God, where's my why? Am I seeking from dating? Am I am am, am I unhappy? Am I discontent with my life? Do I not like me? You know, what what is what is my purpose? Am I am, am I looking to date because I'm looking for a mate or am I looking to date because I'm bored? I'm, I'm telling you, you can learn a lot about yourself as you really take time to just understand, you know, what is my why? Why am I dating? Why do I feel this need to, to meet somebody? Am I rushing? I, I can't tell you the number of people that rushed into a bad decision because mm-hmm. they really didn't understand their why. They really There was a really a discontent. And they really didn't work through that first before they stepped into a relationship. And you don't want to just take anything. So you really want to take time to just evaluate your why. That, that, that's really good because I think, man, I think oftentimes too, some people, we just we just kind of date because of FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. We might have a group of friends and all of our, our friends might be in some type of relationship and we feel because they're in a relationship, I need to hurry up and get in a relationship. Just like you said, sometimes that can just lead us down a crazy path or, you know, just, yeah. you know, ended up in some relationship that was not really for us. I'm you know, dating because I, I want to hear it posted up on my social media. So, you it, know, it's like, oh, that's why man. you're dating? Okay. You exactly. Know? We want to be, re- we want to be relationship goals. <laughs> yeah. I mean, on social media and, 
that's just not the way, man. So yeah, you really got to ask yourself the why. That's that's really good. All right, what you got? What's, um, what's, what's another one? Yeah, so for me, um, another one, and this is a big one. I think we all, I think this comes up in our our podcast all the time. But you know, this is a really good time to really reevaluate yourself, especially at the top of the new year, and that's just to create community. And now what we mean by create community is you want to set yourself up with a a, a council of, 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 of people, of wise people, you know, yeah. people that are going to give you the information that you needed and it can be unbiased. You know what I mean? What I mean by that is oftentimes we go into dating situations and, you know, sometimes we can get a little head over heels that we kind of just pass up red flags that are presented to us. And we don't really see that because we're, you know, we're blinded by this infatuation or, you know, of this ah, we were in the ah moment or whatnot. So we need a community. We need a council of wise people to really yep. kind of you know safeguard us and be like, hey, well, hold up, you know, you you didn't see this giant red flag that was in front of you, and you're like, well, I, yeah, I didn't know. I, 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 I we've been on dates. I, I'm, I'm my eyes wide open or whatnot. So we need people that can really hold us accountable, that really watch out for us, and really kind of be that safeguard for us, especially when we have our blinders on and we don't really see what's going on. But also on the flip side of that, we need people that can kind of rein us back in because we might be a little too overzealous in the dating game, or exactly what you said, we're not we're not really finding out our why we're just doing you know we're just out just dating you know what i mean so when you keep that community around you that's the people that are going to keep you strong and be like hey you know maybe you should really just kind of reel it back and you know really just find your grounding you know find out why you're doing this you know what i mean what what is your relationship like with the lord have you still you know have you been doing x y and z have you been praying to god and seeking things out so i think this is why we need to really you know reevaluate you know our circle of friends especially going into the new years like who you know the, the people that we call our friends the people that we call our community are they really there for us to really help us out or are they just people just around you so yeah. well, no, i, I really like that you said that because one of mine was accountability partner and 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 that's mm -hmm. one of the best things you can do this upcoming year it's it's very practical is where you're specifically saying who is this person that i've given permission to and and yeah. mind you listen to how i said that i've it, you don't want to just assume going back to the, the first point that you said that yeah. oh, okay well there we're friends and so therefore you know they hold me accountable and we're accountability partners when you give somebody permission you're basically coming to that person saying, hey, as I'm dating right now, and as I'm going through this, I, I need a second pair of eyes. I need somebody that's going to hold me accountable, somebody that's going to encourage me. Will you be mm -hmm. that person for me? And so that, that's what I put down there. So I really like that you did that, you know, really having an accountability partner, somebody that's going to walk with you, because sometimes you need encouragement. Sometimes oh, you hit definitely. some lows in the dating process, and you just need people that are going to say, hey, it's good. They lift you up. They encourage you. So that, that, that's really an important, important key. So I, I like that you did that. Now, um, one that I put down, which is a little bit similar, as you talk about community, uh, the, when you talk about community, you're talking about accountability partner. When I talk about community, I'm saying try to meet people in non-pressure environments. And what okay, do I mean by that? Now, this is a very specific thing that you can do. Oftentimes when we're dating, it's always, most of the time, it's in the pressure of, hey, I like you, you like me, or maybe we met each other online. And so there's, it's very, we're meeting specifically kind of to test each other, whether or not if, if this can be, or if this is going to go someplace versus maybe you're just part of some type of hobby. 
Maybe you're mm-hmm. some, part of some type of small group. Maybe you're volunteering here. Maybe you're volunteering there. Maybe you're doing arts and crafts. I don't know. Maybe you're doing dancing and you just have an opportunity to be around other people, other groups of people that allow you to meet people in non-pressure environments. There's no pressure. You get to meet each other as friends. You get to talk to one another and you get to build a relationship outside of necessarily the pressure of dating, the pressure of, are they the one? And uh, I I honestly believe a lot of, or some of your best marriages uh, come from a friendship. And so I always Mm -hmm. say that data collecting, data collecting friendships, collect information while you're friends, And it just allows to take off a lot of that pressure. So my encouragement this year is really be active. Get off of your dating app and begin. I'm not saying that you you don't. I'm not saying online dating is bad or anything like that. I'm just saying try to look for other ways to meet people in a non-pressure way. So get inside of a small group, do a hobby, play a sport, whatever it might be. There's always different things you can do to meet people. Hey, that's I mean that that I think that is just so important because for me you know that's my story my wife me and my wife we met in high school we were in a music piano class together to be exact um, and we just built this organic chemistry you know yeah. as being friends and then moving on into dating and then it became engaged and here we are now we're married we've been married for twelve years you know what I mean so you know. You really want to get in those situations because, I mean, like like you said, online dating and, and you know, like friends trying to hook you up, those, those are great tools if your goal is to, you know, get into relationship. But you should also, like you said, place yourself in settings where you could just build those platonic friendships. You know what I mean? And those friendships might be able to turn into something different. Um, but here's but, the scary yeah. part is, is sometimes we don't even know how to be friends with the opposite sex. Mm. And and That's so good. Good. every like every interaction that we have with the opposite sex in an intimate way or or in a more personal way, it always turns intimate. Or always has mm-hmm. to kind of be intimate, and that's not good. You got to be able to sometimes. I can like somebody. I can think you're cute. I can, we could be attracted, but it doesn't necessarily mean that I'm moved into all of a sudden some type of intimacy yeah. with you. And and we struggle with that. We struggle with boundaries. And so this is a great way just to to build boundaries build friendships with the opposite sex, but it's not necessarily in a more intimate or romantic way. So, um, yeah, I think that's really good. Do you you have another one, man? Uh, Yeah, so another one for mine is, now this could be, this really depends, it's really dependent upon schedule, but it shows intentionality. And what this is, is when you're dating somebody, institute a scheduled date night. Meaning that, you know, whatever your schedules persists, it could be a weekly date night. You know what I mean? It could be a, a date night every two weeks. But you need to set something up that's intentional and that's scheduled. Why? Because when you do that, like I, in our previous podcast, we just talked about life happening. And life happens a lot. Where you can look up, it's Monday, and you can look up and be like, oh my gosh, it's Sunday already. And you're just going through the week. So um, there's a, this is unrelated. It's not a relationship, but I, you know, I still use it. Dave Ramsey has a, a, a saying where he says, if you don't account for every dollar, the dollar will count for itself. Meaning that if you don't put time, same thing with time, if you don't put time in its place, time will just run off for you, from you. You know, so this is really the act of scheduling. It's being intentional. It's really showing like, hey, 
I'm actually serious about dating you, about this data collecting phase that we're in and really getting to know you. So, you know, as our schedules permit, you're off on Thursdays, I'm off on Thursdays. Let's meet up every Thursday and really get to know each other. You know what I mean? You can take that time to really engage with each other. This isn't every Thursday. Let's let's go to the movies. You know what I mean? Because I think if you sit through a two-hour movie, you're not really talking, not really engaging, but you want to schedule these date nights where you can actually collect data from the person, where you can actually engage with the person and actually get to learn them, learn their hobbies, learn their habits, learn everything about them. But this can only happen if you put time in its place and make yourself a schedule. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Well, here's the last one I have is really, really important, but it can be tricky. And so it's this. Write down your non-negotiables. Understand those things, those areas that you're not going to negotiate when it comes to a relationship, when it comes to dating. Because remember, we're data collecting. We're trying to learn. We're trying to decide, is this going to be the person that I'm going to marry? The person that's going to, are we going to go into that next level of relationship? Now, this is where it can be tricky, is don't get caught up into a list. This isn't necessarily mm-hmm. a, a dream list. Ooh, I really want somebody that's six foot or, you know, she, she has this type of breast size or this type of butt size or they have this type of car. And this. No, that, that's, that, that's not what I'm saying, because we don't want to necessarily become superficial. What this is, is this is the non-negotiables when it comes to key attributes about a person that are critical um, that God guides you in. So for example, okay. God desires that we not marry or be with somebody unequally yoked. So therefore, mm-hmm. a non-negotiable is someone who is a non-believer, you know, because therefore I'm, I'm now disobeying God. And so that's something I don't want to negotiate on. Um, maybe for you, it might be somebody who doesn't smoke. You know, and and so these are very core. These are core things. These are core values. And so be careful. Try to separate these from necessarily once versus just core things that it's like, you know what? This is critical. This is a critical part of who I am, a critical part. So, for example, I'm a pastor. You know, I do full time ministry. So as I was, you know, looking for a spouse, it was critical that whoever I dated, they need to understand that I'm a pastor. And are they willing to support this ministry that I have? Not necessarily this is their ministry, but are they just willing to support me? And are they willing to to understand that this is my life? And and so that's an important thing. And so that's a non-negotiable. I would be a fool to step into a marriage with somebody who would not be willing to do that. And I would be setting myself up for failure. So taking time to really understand what are those key things that, you know, you would have to say, even though you like them, even though they look good, even though whatever it might be, they bunch up, they might even check off a bunch of your uh, more superficial ones, right? They might be tall. They might be, you know, have money. They might, you know, check it all out, but they don't go to church. They don't right. love God. It's like, man, okay. Oh, man, you know, and, and so that's where you have to really be strong. But if you don't know what your non-negotiables are, then you'll just fall for anything. And that's oh, when that's we end up compromising, you know, certain things. And and so mm-hmm. just understanding, you know, what is it? Is it communication, their ability to communicate? Um, whatever it might be, just really taking time to pray and ask God and saying, okay, God, what are my non-negotiables? What are the things I'm not gonna negotiate on? So that, that's that's all I got. Did you did you want to jump on that at all? 
Yeah, I just want to I just want to piggyback because I'm going to circle back around to the first thing I said because I know some people often do this is again, don't assume. Sometimes we have non-negotiable. Yeah, sometimes we have non-negotiables, and, and you know we'll set, we'll tell ourselves, well, okay, if I date them, you know they'll eventually start going to church. You know what I mean? And then now you in this dating phase, they still ain't going to church, and you like, oh, okay, well, I, yeah, I thought. <laughs> Right. I assumed, you know what I mean? So you really, you really got to stick to your non-negotiables. I'm a part of a marriage group and I'm like a couple of weeks ago, this guy just got married. They've been married for like, I don't know, four, four or five months. And I, I just don't understand how they didn't go over this, but the guy was writing and was saying like, you know, my wife just told me like, she doesn't want to have kids. And that's a big thing for me. I come from a big family and I want kids. You know, that's a big non-negotiable that you want to talk about you know, when you. you're in that dating. Yeah, when you're in that dating, that data collecting phase, because if you're a person that wants to have kids and your spouse doesn't, that's a big, huge conflict. So non-negotiables, that those, those are key. Yeah. All right, well, let's go to the end of prayer. Father, we thank you for your love. We thank you for our time together. And, and Father, we thank you for a new year. And Father, I mm-hmm. pray for those that are just navigating the whole dating realm. Father, there's just a lot of pressure, a lot of sometimes challenges, a lot of anxieties that can come from that. So, Father, I just pray that you will ease those anxieties, ease those pressures, and may they first find their identity in you. May they find their contentment in you. And then, Father, just bless them and guide them as to who would be that person, who is that person um, as they're data collecting. And just help them to be wise, help them to have accountability partners, and and just implement some of the things that we talked about. We love you. We ask all these things in your son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. All right, everybody, please don't forget to go to the website uh, right now. Uh, my book is on 50% sale. There's only a couple more days left on that, $5 right now. So please make sure you go check that out. Also, we want to encourage you to go to the website, uh, simplifycomplexity.org, and there you can find more information. We have a marriage tune-up webinar that we're going to be doing. And then hopefully sometime maybe in February, I'm looking to do some type of uh, dating uh, tune-up or something like that. So we're just going to play around with that. So that way we can target those of you who are kind of navigating dating uh, in 2022. That sounds weird saying it, right? 20, 2022? Right. 2022. <laughs> man. So, man. But man, 21 was a... Uh, man, that was that was something else. 20 and 20. 20 uh, is yeah. a blur. <laughs> All right. So God bless you. God keep you. Until next time.